Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brian Krumah. Reverend Brian Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. A word of prayer. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful church. We thank you for the fathers that you have given us in the church. Father, the many fathers that you have given us. We have many instructors. We have many teachers. But Lord, we do not have as many as fathers. But Lord, we are grateful for the fathers that you have given us in this church. We thank you, Lord, for this occasion. We pray, Father, that you will speak to our hearts. Give us of your spirit to minister to us this afternoon. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus and please be seated. Well, I, I understand you had a very wonderful service last week. Very powerful service. Very anointed pastor that God has given us in this church ministering to the church and um, but since we are also again declaring today a formal Father's Day I um, also decided to share something little about fathers Amen. is it a good thing yes yeah. yeah. so um, this afternoon I want to share with you for a very short time why you should honor fathers. Why you should honor fathers. Amen. Why you should honor fathers. Why you should honor fathers. Hallelujah. You know, um, in this life that we live, you know, God has set certain principles. God has set certain principles in place and we must accept these principles. We must accept them, obey them, and flow with them. You know, sometimes we may not understand the principles, but they are principles that God has set and we must accept them. No one can change the principles no one can alter them. Your situation cannot change the principles. Your condition cannot change the principles. They are principles that God has set, and we must honor them. You know, one of such principles is Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22, and the Bible says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease whilst the earth remaineth. As long as we are here on earth, these things will not cease. There will always be seed time and harvest. So if you are living in this world and you don't want to be involved or be active when there is seed time, 
you will never harvest. You cannot say that I don't like the seed time and I'm just waiting for the harvest. This. When the seed time comes, you must be involved. You must sow. You must plant. Because if you don't plant, you will not harvest. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? There is also cold and heat. We cannot say we don't like the cold or we don't like the heat. We must adjust our lives. We must set our lives such that we can flow with the conditions when it is cold or when it is hot. Are you with me? You know, you cannot say that, I, as for me, I don't, I, 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 I don't like the cold. And you ignore the cold. And you will not buy clothes to cater for you for the cold. You know, people who do that, people who don't believe in seed time and harvest time and they are homeless, they also ignore the cold. When it's cold, they, they ignore, they don't wear warm things and they suffer. They suffer. People come to the hospitals with frostbite and so on and so forth. So as long as the earth remains, there are certain principles you cannot change. You cannot, no matter what you do, you can say, I need more days. I need more light for my work. The thing that I have to do, I need a day to be, the whole day to be day. You cannot have it. So you have to adjust your life. You have to adjust your situation such that when there's day, you can do so much. And then when it's night, you do as much. Are you with me? You cannot change it. So we have to accommodate these principles that God has set. Now, one such principle is in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2 and 3. This is one such principle. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Honor thy father and mother. Respect your father and mother. Honor them, and it will be well with you. This is a principle that you have to follow. You have to obey. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, this is important. That is why we are blessed even to have the occasion of Father's Day to always remind us of this principle. Because it is important. It is a principle that God has set. And every child, if you have a father, you must honor the father. If you want it to be well with you, God says you must honor your father. Are you with me? If you want to live long, you must have respect for your father. And you have to adjust yourself. You must adjust yourself. Just as you will adjust yourself to accommodate the heat and the cold, you must adjust yourself to accommodate this principle. Whether your father was a good father or not. Whether he was an alcoholic. Whether he took care of you or not. Whether he was a good husband to your mother or not. You must adjust yourself such that you'll be able to honor your father. Otherwise, it will not be well with you 
and you will not live for long. It's a principle that God has set. They didn't add any conditions to it. Amen. He didn't add any condition as, Anna, your father, if he was a good father to you. Anna, your father, if he was, um, he took care of you in school. Anna, your father, if he was a good husband to your mother. Anna, your father, if he's a Christian. God did not give you any condition. God's principle for you as a child is that honor your father and mother, that it will be well with you, that you will live long on earth. Amen. So you must just adjust yourself to accommodate these principles so that it will be well with you and not die before your time. Amen. For a short time, I want us to look at the lives of two sons who were of the same father in the scriptures and see how their lives turn out. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 1. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, Hear ye children, the instruction of a father. This is Solomon. We are reading about Solomon. Today, for a short time, I'm going to talk to you, or we are going to look at the lives of Solomon and Absalom. These were two sons of David. And we are looking at how they related to the father and how their lives turned out. Listen, the word of God is true. Okay? The word of God is true. And you have to obey it. You have to obey it. Principles are principles. When God sets principles, it doesn't matter who you are. As long as you obey the principles and you follow the principles, the results will happen to you. You see, when you go to Israel, you know, there are so many Jews who don't believe in Christ. But they take the word of God, the principles. They take the word of God. They have the West Wall. And they go on the west wall. You should see. You should see. They open the scriptures like this. The principles that God has laid. And they are praying. They are praying non-stop. Constantly. Using the principles that God has set. And for that reason, God blesses them. God is a God of his word. As long as he has set the principles and you obey the principles, you bring it to him and you obey it. You will reap the benefits of the principles. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is why there's so many Jews who don't believe in Christ, but they believe in the principles of wealth, how God sees wealth and tithe and giving. And for that, they are prosperous. They are very prosperous. Very prosperous. Amen. So here is Solomon speaking. He says, hear ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to know the understanding. He says, for I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son. So you are, you are, you are hearing someone who is saying, I was once a child like you. I was just like you. He says, for I was my father's son. 
tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my ways. Keep my commandments and live. This is what the father taught him. He says, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither incline from the words of my mouth. This is what the father told him. This is what he heard of the father. Are you with me? He didn't hear of the father saying, I have all this property and, you know, make sure you take account of them and see the bank accounts and know this, know that I have this land here, I have this here, I have that here. He says his father taught him to get wisdom, get understanding. This is what his father taught him. However his father was, he took this seriously. So when God also appeared to him in dream and told him, ask what I will do for you, he said what his father has told him. He asked from God what his father has told him to get and to seek after and to hunger after. He took the words of his father seriously. If God was to appear to you in a dream and ask you what you want in life, I believe you have so many things to ask except the things that your father has told you to seek. But here is a son who took his father's words with all seriousness. Children, are you hearing me? Whether he understood it or not, whether he knew that wisdom was going to prosper you or not, he took them with all seriousness. And so when God appeared to him, he remembered what his father has said to him. He honored his father's words. And he says, I want wisdom to rule people so great that you have given me. I need wisdom. And as many of you would have asked otherwise, when he asked for the wisdom, when he asked for the thing that his father has taught him to get, other things which you otherwise would have asked for, God added those things to him. I'm teaching you about why you should honor fathers. Why you should honor fathers. Verse 10. Verse 10. He said, Proverbs, he says, Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Do you see how he's quoting Ephesians 6, 2 and 3? He says, it will be well with you. Now he says, your years, your years in life shall be many. If you hear the voice of your father and you honor them. Verse 13, verse 13. He says, take fast hold of instruction. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Your father's instructions, your father's teachings, the things your father will say to you, he says, take hold. Hold on to them really fast. Let them not go away from you. 
Keep them. For this is your life. This is your life. Verse 20. Verse 20. Keep going. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. When I'm talking, incline your ear. Don't ignore me. When I'm talking, don't say I talk too much. When I'm talking, don't say here he goes again. When I'm talking, don't take me for someone who is nagging. He says, incline your ears. Listen very carefully. The words that I'm sharing with you. Incline your ears. Take every single word that I say with all seriousness. Hallelujah. He says, attend to my words. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. My words, the things that I say to you, let them be in the middle of your heart. If there is anything in your heart, let the words of your father be in the middle of your heart. When God appears to you in a vision, let the words of your father that is in your heart be your request. He says, for they are life unto those that find them and health to their flesh. Hallelujah. But you see, one of the things that you will notice in life is that when people are grown, they tend to become a certain way that they blame their fathers. They blame their fathers for how their lives have turned out. They blame their fathers for not doing certain things in their lives. But if you have been around for a while, you will realize that bringing up children also is not an easy thing. Are you with me? You see, we don't have a lot of time, but I'm sharing as much as we can, and then we will pause. You realize that we don't, we, we, it's not easy to bring up children. And that is why God gives different fathers. It is not easy to raise up a child. One father cannot raise a child all by himself. And so God brings different fathers at different stages in your life. Are you with me? God brings you different fathers. There is a father, some of you, I mean, many of us, our biological fathers did not lead us to Christ. Our biological fathers went to church, but they never talked to us about salvation. But God will bring you a spiritual father who will lead you to Christ. God will bring you a spiritual father who will teach you the word of God. God will bring you a spiritual father who will teach you to honor God, to honor fathers, that it may be well with you. God brings us such fathers. And all such fathers, we have to welcome them. But you see, oftentimes, we focus on our biological father, and children blame biological fathers. You see, because you are expecting that the biological father should provide everything in your life. You are expecting that the biological father should give you everything that you need in life. Jesse was David's father. 
But Jesse could raise David only to be a shepherd boy. If David was only to have Jesse as his father, he would have been a shepherd boy. But God brought another father into the life of Jesse, into the life of David, in the person of King Saul. And Saul raised David in the palace to be a king, to learn about kingship. So if David were to look at his father, Jesse, and say, you know, we didn't have anything. You didn't send me to school. You didn't do this to me. You didn't do that to me. You didn't do this to me. He will do a lot of, he'll make a lot of mistakes if he will not honor his father, Jesse. Because Jesse raised him to a place enough to put him in a field as a shepherd where he will play the harp. And playing the harp caused another spiritual father that led him to meet another spiritual father which took over and continue where Jesse left off. But often you find children blaming their fathers and saying, you didn't do A, B, and C in my life. It is because of you that I am not doing well. You didn't take care of me when I was in school. You didn't buy this for me. All my friends had this when we were growing up, but I was the only one who did not have any of these things. You were too strict. You were too loose. You should have restricted me from doing this. You should have told me not to do this. It's because of you that I have turned the way I was. But every father has a limitation. Many of us, we still harbor certain pain and animosity against our fathers because of one thing they did not do. You say, you forced me to choose this career path. You forced me to attend this school. You forced me to do this. When a father is speaking to you, take it and put them in your heart. Amen. Amen. Don't start pointing fingers at your father and be a rebellious child. Amen. Amen. So you realize that when a child turns out to be a certain way, amen, are you hearing me? It is not because of the father, but it is because of the child's response to the father. Amen. Amen. Because no matter who your father is, no matter the kind of father, he can only do so much. God has given us other fathers to take us where other fathers fell short. Hallelujah. Many of you, your fathers are not even Christians. But today you know the word of God. Hallelujah. And by the way, clap your hands for the children. I have high anticipation of them. And the safe teachers should load them with scriptures. Their brains are like sponges now. Load them with scriptures. Don't, don't, don't relate with them like your brain, the way your brain is now. <laughs> that this is too much for them. It's not too much for them. 
every week, give them scriptures that they come back and they should know them every week. They should, they, they must, they must know them. Children, apportion them appropriately for them. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So the child's response will determine how he turns out or how she turns out. That is why you can have several children. You can have seven children and they all will turn out differently. Have you realized that? I heard of a pastor who had several children and one of her daughters. They were in a small town and one of her daughters came back in the same town and she, was, she became a singer in a nightclub. Broke the father's heart. That same father also had another son who became a pastor. Do you hear me? Yes. yes. So you will see that there are different responses to the father and that will determine how they become. So hear the kind of advice that Solomon has for children. He says, listen to the instructions of a father and pay attention so that you will gain understanding. Verse 1. Listen to the instructions of a father and pay attention to them so that you will gain understanding. Then verse 2, he says, For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. He said, because the father's teaching, they are sound doctrine. Amen. The father's teaching are sound doctrine. Amen. And then verse 3, he says, For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He says, I was also a son. I was a child. I was tender. That means that I was like a mama's boy also. He was the only child. Their first, his first sibling died, if you remember the story. So he was the only child. And I can imagine how the mother treated him. You know, so children tend to get very close to their mothers. Because their mother is the one with the breast. Their mother is the one with the milk. Do you understand? And the mother nourishes the child. You know, it feels good to be in the bosom of the mother. It doesn't it feel good? Even when old people, you, when you are in the bosom of your mother's breast, you feel good. Are you with me? So children get very close to their mothers. They get very close to their mothers. And sometimes you feel that the mother likes you more than your father. You hear that your father just gives instructions. He just says, do this, don't do this. Your mother is the one with the food all the time. Food is good. Food is, so all the nice things, nourishing, you know, nice clothes, you know, clean clothes, you know, nicely dressed, going to school, and they stand and look at you, oh, my son, first day in school, taking pictures, click, 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 click. And where is the father? The father is not there. Are you with me? So you see that you get very Solomon said, I was also like that, tender and only beloved 
in the sight of my mother, I was, you, could, you can imagine how I was spoiled. That is what he was trying to say. You can imagine how I was relating with my mother. You could imagine how I love my mother. But then he said in verse 4, he says, but my father, he taught me also. He taught me and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. I was not such tender in his eyes, but he gave me words. He says, let my heart retain thy words. Keep my commandments. Fathers giving commandments. You know, there are certain fathers, they don't talk much. They just say, do this. Go to this school. Take this course. Don't do this. Don't marry this one. Marry that one. That's it. But Solomon is saying, when you hear these things, Take them into your heart. Incline your ears. Amen. So David was not a perfect father. David was not a perfect father. Solomon grew up to know that his father was not a perfect father. But his words, his words were so important to him. His words were so dear to him. Irrespective of the kind of father. In fact, Solomon came in the family because his father David made some orangu arrangements to get Solomon's mother to marry. And as Solomon was growing up, I believe that he would go to school and then people would say all kinds of things about him. And he will know about all of these things. In spite of all of that, he did not despise his father. He cherished his words. He cherished his commandments. His father may have not been the perfect father, but he cherished his words. Amen. And if he's saying that, that means that he honored his words. He honored him. He respected him. When his father was speaking, he put his hand behind him and listened to every. He was not exchanging words with his father and said, look at you. you, you when you wake up, you just begin giving commandments. You, isn't it you who they say that you were walking on the rooftop and you were looking at some women's chambers and how did you get my mother to marry? You know, he wouldn't ask questions like that. Are you with me? Perhaps his mother told him all these things. Some of you, your mothers have told you a lot of things about your fathers. And mothers, be careful. Because principles are principles. If you love your children, the principles of God, they are principles of God. And it is your responsibility that your children will honor their fathers. If you love them that much. Amen. Amen. If you love them that much. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, I, even in a church as a pastor, I have realized in this branch as a father, it's not all of you who take me as a father. Do you understand? There are some of you who are here who will not do anything without first even discussing with me. There are some of you who consider yourself as sons or daughters. There are some of you also, you don't want me to know anything about you. 
You are planning your things and you're just going on. But I'm trying to tell you that God brings fathers in your life for a reason. And when God brings a father into your life, honor the father. Honor the father. If you are in this church and you consider me as a father of this church, then honor me by coming to me. Let my words mean something to you. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Some of you are feeling guilty already. Are you with me? There are some of you, the preaching, when I preach, you take the words wholeheartedly. Every word of it. Some of you also, it's just interesting message. It's just interesting. And you don't really take them or do them. Now, it depends on how you respond to a father. So, depending on how you respond, it will bring a nature of Absalom in you or a nature of Solomon in you, depending on how you respond. And I think our time is fast spent. That I want to pause here and I'm going to break to you the nature of Absalom and the nature of Solomon and what resulted as a, as a result or what came out of them as a result of their response to the father, imperfect father. Clap your hands together for the Lord. And your father and your mother that it may be well with you and that thou mayest live long on earth. Father, these are principles that you have laid. We cannot change them. Some of us, oh God, we have been hurt by what certain fathers have not done in our lives. Sometimes we focus on our spiritual father and we expect that he should have done all the things that we needed in life. Not understanding, oh God, that there are different fathers that you bring into our lives. You are our heavenly father who supplied all. You are the complete father. But Lord, you give us different other fathers through whom you bring certain promises and certain good things in our lives. Touch our hearts, oh God, that we will honor every father that you bring into our life. In the name of Jesus. Give us the heart to receive every father that you bring into our heart. That you bring into our lives. Lord, we have felt certain pain. We have felt neglected. We have a strong thing against our fathers. Because of one thing or the other. Because of what they did not do for us. Because of how they treated our mothers. This afternoon, Lord, we have received understanding. We do not understand it all. We do not know it all. So Lord, we pray for forgiveness and healing in our hearts. Heal our hearts from pain. Heal our hearts from what we have held against certain fathers. That we will be able to honor them in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and we give you honor in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you have something against your biological father 
or you have encountered a spiritual father that you still hold something against him or even you are in this church and you still have certain things or something against a spiritual father that is in this church put your hand on your heart and I want to pray for you if you you have been wronged by your biological father you felt that as a child growing up certain things were not given you and you blame your father for how your life has turned you have difficulty in honoring your father Sometimes you feel that you have heard this message before and you feel that you have let go, you are forgiven, but you realize that you still have difficulty in honoring such fathers. You honor them for conditions, for reasons. But touch, put your hand on your heart that God will heal you, that you will honor your father unconditionally. Lord, heal these hearts. Heal these hearts that have been broken. Heal these hearts from pain, from hurts, from offenses, from deficiencies that they feel in their hearts, that they feel in their lives because they did not receive something or something was not done for them by a father, a biological father, a spiritual father. Whatever father that you have brought into their lives, Lord, heal them, restore, give them divine healing divine healing divine healing divine healing divine healing receive healing in your heart receive healing in your heart receive healing that you will be able to honor once again unconditionally in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you for restoration we thank you for healing in the name of Jesus give us the likeness in our hearts give us the spirit of Solomon that spirit that overlooked the deficiencies of a father in the name of Jesus perhaps your father is not even alive your father is dead and you think that everything is gone but whenever you remember his name you feel the pain that something was not done for you receive healing right now in the name of Jesus let there be healing healing in the hearts in the name of Jesus father we thank you for restoration we thank you for the inner peace. The peace that surpasses the understanding of man. We thank you Lord for this healing in Jesus name. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. You are saying pastor pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my savior. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here right now. You feel in your heart. God is speaking to you right now. He says, give your life. Give your life. Give your life. Lift up your hands and I'll pray with you. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Lift up your hands right now and I'll pray with you. You want to receive Jesus. You want to welcome Jesus Christ. You are not born again. If you were to die today, you will go to hell. If you were to die today, you will go to hell. Or you are not sure where you will go. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. Lift up your hands and I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand right now and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? You hear a voice. God bless you, brother. God bless you. There's someone else. You hear a voice and he's saying, Today, give your life to Jesus. You have heard this before, but now give your life to Jesus. That is you right now. Lift up your hand. 
lift up your hands and God will touch you right now lift up your hand you want to give your life to Jesus is there anyone here like that lift up your hand if you have lifted up your hand I want you to come forward right here come meet me right here I want to pray with you surrender I surrender Brother, I want you to say this prayer. Repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Purify me. Purify me. I feel so unrighteous. I feel so unrighteous. But I come before you. But I come before you. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome you. I welcome you. Into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your son Amen. who has come to you. You are the father who forgives. Therefore, oh God, even as you have welcomed your son into your marvelous kingdom, let your light shine in his life. In the name of Jesus, grant him, O oh God, the willpower to continue to walk with you. We seal the gates of the enemy. We seal the door of the enemy. Let Satan never enter into his heart again. In the name of Jesus, build a hedge around him. Cause him, Lord, to walk with you. As you have drawn him, O oh God, may you draw him closer and closer to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for saving him today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, brother. God bless you. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Brian Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North Podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.